The following podcast has been paid for by Perch on the Top Rope. to send our thoughts and condolences to the friends and family of Scott Hall. We will now play a 10-bell salute in honor of Scott Hall's career. Welcome everyone to Perched on the Top Rope. It's me, it's me. It's the LWE. I am your host, Lee Walker, and this is the Raw Recap. Ladies and gentlemen, kicking off Monday Night Raw was Stone. No, it was not. It was Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens came out with Stone Cold's music, dressed as Stone Cold. Fans weren't buying it. They were quite upset. But man, when you hear that glass shatter, you can't help but to cheer. And honestly, it was a really good way to kick off Raw. Get the fans going. Get them ready for the first match. Which was the Dirty Dogs taking on the Mysterios. As the Dirty Dogs came out, the Miz comes out and does a little guest commentary. I like Miz's commentary. Much like I like him in the ring. Not bad. So before the match begins, Seth Rollins comes out. He's stomping, and uh, honestly, he's dressed pretty cool. I, I like the suit he was in tonight. It was like a green and black checker thing. Kind of Riddler-ish, like, in my opinion. Anyway, WWE had tweeted the past few weeks have been a nightmare for Seth Rollins. More teasing of Cody Rhodes. Seth is out there saying he wants his WrestleMania match. He wants his WrestleMania moment. And at one point, the fans start cheering for Cody, which he goes, ah, rumors, rumors, rumors. Comments on it, and then quickly averts the fans away from chanting for Cody Rhodes. Very well done by Seth Rollins, by the way. I was very impressed by that, that uh, he was able to stop the crowd from chanting Cody and stayed on track with the promo that he was cutting. Anyway, the Dirty Dogs and the Mysterios have their match. Uh, Pretty good match. The Mysterios end up winning with Dominic pinning Bobby Roode. And I found this interesting because I wasn't sure what WWE would do seeing that Dolph Ziggler is the NXT champion. I just wasn't sure if they were going to protect the championship or just be like, eh, it's no big deal. We've seen the NXT championship featured multiple times on WWE Raw 
as of late. So I just I wasn't sure. And I'm glad to see that they made the right decision by protecting it and having Bobby Roode be the one to take the fall. This is a smart move, especially considering the fact that the Mysterios are taking on The Miz and Logan Paul at WrestleMania, while the Dirty Dogs themselves aren't doing anything. We know that Dolph Ziggler will be defending the NXT Championship against Braun Stein, I mean Breaker, I'm sorry if it looks like a Steiner, talks like a Steiner, barks like a Steiner, has wrestling gear of a Steiner, and wrestles like a Steiner. It's a Steiner. Anyway, he'll be taking on Braun Breaker for the NXT Championship. But after the match, Ziggler would superkick Dominic, who, you know, pinned Bobby Roode, and Ray would chase Ziggler, which Miz being on commentary took full advantage of this, gives Mysterio a nice little whack, and then hits the skull-crushing finale. So after he hits the skull-crushing finale, he unmasks Ray. Just boop, takes the mask. You know, Dominic uh, comes out, covers his, his dad up with a towel and whatnot, and then you know, we go to commercial break, uh, and then there's a promo with The Miz walking in the back. He's got Ray's mask, and he does a, a backstage interview real quick, and it's not so much what he says in the interview. It, it was a typical interview. No, it was nothing special, but it was the fact that Literally, someone walks right by The Miz. Doesn't turn their head at all. Just straightforward. Just kept walking. And you could have honestly missed it. But then you would have like noticed down in the back someone was walking. This Go back on Raw tomorrow. However you watch Raw. Whether it's through YouTube highlights or on Hulu. Go back and see it. You'll see what I'm talking about. Pretty funny. The next thing I want to talk about is the Omos match. Because this kind of ticks me off a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean by a lot. Now, I understand Omos is a big guy. He's one of those typical guys that Vince would like. But so far, I still have vibes of the great Kali. Even worse, the Giant Gonzalez. Those are the vibes I'm getting right now. And he's in a two-on-one match against Commander Aziz and Apollo Crews. Now, Apollo Crews is a former WWE United States Champion and a former WWE Intercontinental Champion who's trained by Mr. Hughes, by the way. But... Uh, this match, a, a basic squash match, a two-on-one match, Omos wins, but this just makes Apollo look not great at all. It's terrible for him after just listing those two accolades, and for Commander Aziz, who's another big guy, just like Omos, this makes him look weak. And right now, I could never take him serious as a big guy for how bad this makes him look. This makes 
Both him and Apollo looked terrible in my opinion. I was not happy with the match. And especially with the news that Omos is going to have a match at WrestleMania after the match. In typical giant-like wrestler fashion, very hard to understand some of what he was saying. Essentially said he wants a match at WrestleMania. Now, earlier today, it was brought by WrestleVotes attention that Omos will in fact have a one-on-one match at WrestleMania and it was Fightful that broke the news that he is going to face Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. We are going to talk about this more on Tuesday's show. Anyway, for Commander Aziz and Apollo Crews, I'm not happy with, with this outcome. I'm not happy with the match at all. I just think it sucks, to be honest. So next, AJ comes out, and he goes to do a promo on Edge. You know, natural. And out comes Seth Rollins. Seth basically wants AJ's spot at WrestleMania. AJ basically says, no. This brings out Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville, who say, okay, you guys can go one-on-one for the spot to take Edge at WrestleMania. Now, AJ Styles can totally understand. Gotta be mad about it. I would be too. Man's trying to come and steal your thunder. That's your WrestleMania spot. That's not his WrestleMania spot. Go get your own WrestleMania spot, Seth Rollins. And that's what Seth Rollins is doing. He's getting his WrestleMania spot if he's got to take it from somebody else. That's a true heel, ladies and gentlemen. True heel. And in other news, WWE reached 66 billion views on YouTube. We here at Perched on the Top Rope are just trying to get to 60,000. So if you would like, go support us, youtube.com slash Perched on the Top Rope. All those great interviews you hear on, on the podcast, you can go watch those videos on YouTube. There's also some really cool exclusive content that uh, you can't, get from this podcast because you need to watch it youtube.com slash perched on the top rope remember spoiler free is the way to be and back to the wrestling we have Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley taking on Shayna Baszler and Natalia. I honestly like the team of Rhea and Liv although I'm not a fan of Liv's music I don't know what it is. It seems childish, and every time I hear it, I think Alexa Bliss is going to come out, and I get excited. And then I realize it's Liv Morgan, and I kind of get a little disappointed. But then I realize she's teaming with Rhea Ripley, and then I get excited again. Amazing how that works, right? So, not a bad match. I did notice that Shayna Baszler, if you look up Crash Test Dummies, you know, the guys that, you know, are in the cars and hit walls she her attire kind of reminded me of that uh, at some point Zelina Vega and Carmella join the mix they're down ringside obviously Carmella flirting with her husband soon-to-be husband Corey Graves 
the match ends with Shayna pinning Liv. Rhea goes in to save her and whack Selena hits her. Carmella looks at Shayna and Natty who are in the ring and she takes out those two. Carmella and Zelina are left in the ring. They stare each other down and they hug after. Of course, what I left out was the fact that before this match happened, there was a promo with Carmella and Zelina. And Zelina was trying to get Carmella to be more serious. And her she was buried in her phone. So Zelina took her phone, throws it. And it starts a fight between the two. Now back to where we are, they're hugging in the ring, and it's like that fight never happened. It's amazing how women can make up like that, right? And in other news, we got another Veer promo. That was a very sarcastic excitement, wasn't it? Man. Anyway, there is something that went along with the the Veer promo vignette considering he has the longest re-debut in WWE history. It was announced that we will see Veer debuting on WWE Raw April 4th the night after Wrestlemania. Finn Balor would take on Austin Theory with Pat McAfee as a special guest commentator for tonight's match. Now, this was interesting because Pat McAfee was playing commentator, but would also take the headphones off anytime Finn Balor might have needed help and he would go to the apron and give some, you know, hand slaps to the ring to get the crowd fired up to help Finn Balor so Finn Balor could win the match. He would also distract Austin Theory a few times as he would do probably the weirdest Degeneration X suck it crotched slaps that I had ever seen in my entire life. But it is what it is. Uh, Pat McAfee would help Finn Balor win the match. Ironically, Corey Graves was... Not happy with it, considering the fact that he plays quite a bit of distraction in Carmella's matches as of late. Hypocrite. We learn that the Street Profits are now added to the WrestleMania Raw Tag Team title match. So it will now be the Alpha Academy facing the Street Profits, facing the Raw Tag Team Champions, RK-Bro. Speaking of RK, bro, they took on the Alpha Academy tonight. And what a match it was. RK, bro, would win with Matt Riddle, pinning Otis. But after the match, Otis and Gable would gang up on Riddle. This would lead to the Street Profits coming down and attacking Otis and Gable. To no surprise, we thought... We were going to see a nice makeup, and instead, the Street Profits turn on the man they saved and attacked Matt Riddle. That was shocking, but what was more shocking was there was no crowd reaction whatsoever. Virtually none. I don't think the fans knew if they should have cheered or if they should have booed. 
but there was there was no reaction. And at first, I wasn't sure if there was no reaction because fans were in shock and couldn't believe what they just saw, or if they didn't want to accept that that could have been a heel turn. I'm not sure, but there was no reaction, and it was weird to me. I I expected some sort of reaction from the fans. Because that was like a big part of tonight's Raw, I thought. Especially the way that the Street Profits acted after celebrating. But the crowd did nothing. Literally nothing. In the main event, we had Seth taking on AJ. Freaking phenomenal match. Of course, the phenomenal one, AJ, is in the match. So, of course, it's going to be phenomenal. There was an awesome spot where AJ went to do his springboard elbow and he takes a super kick from Seth Rollins. It was super, super cool. Uh, the downfall to some fans. Edge would interfere in the match, causing a disqualification. Edge would hit AJ with a chair. After the match, Seth freaks out. He flips the the announcer's table over, grabs a mic, says this is bullshit, which I haven't heard quite a bit of swearing and wrestling in a while, but there was quite a bit of swearing and wrestling tonight. And they were trying to bleep the bullshit out, but a lot of the bullshit got out that Seth Rollins was saying, because he said this is bullshit multiple times. Anyway, uh, he starts freaking out, and at the end, it's him staring down the WrestleMania sign at the end of Raw. And for a third time, there were Cody chants. Overall, I would have to say this was a really, really good Raw. And I'm really excited for Friday Night SmackDown. But fans, you can go and listen to this podcast Anywhere and everywhere podcasts are found from Apple, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, Red Circle, Podbean, Podbay, you name it, we're there. Check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash perched on the top rope. You can check us out on TikTok where you can see hilarious Selena scene videos and you can see Kevin Sullivan get humped by a dog. Ladies and gentlemen, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash perched on the top rope. We are on Twitter at perched top rope. We are on Instagram perched on the top rope podcast and fans. Remember Tuesday, we drop our interview with Brett Azar here on the podcast. Remember fans, spoiler freeze the way to be. We're out. In my lifetime, I've learned Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do.